0: Hey guys, it's your Crazy Way of Sunshine Shell, one and Miss Community, and I am the mouth on the mic of Hitting the Streets podcast show. Today is podcast Sunday, and I am wrapping up season three. I would like to take the opportunity to thank everyone who has been on the show. I am so grateful to be able to interview these local businesses and promote them. So without further ado, please tune in and listen to the greatest moments of season three so this this lovely woman her name is Sarah Richardson and her mother too as well Janet Richardson own a boutique here in Sherman Texas called lookalikes Um, great people fun people and uh, well here take a listen to a little snippet of our show that we did live there Um, thank you Sarah and Janet for being a part of my podcast journey I appreciate you guys being on the show
1: and then my mother they and well and then honestly my Mimi my mother and my son um, I they're my three biggest and best um, cheerleaders they're my family they're my heart honestly um, they're the three people in the world that well, mean the most to me um, so they are everything um, my Mimi and my mom taught me to be who I am taught me to always go after what I want never be afraid I don't have to depend on anybody else um, mm-hmm. just because you don't know if you can right. so to do it yourself get out there and work hard be honest, person. Um, be loyal, and do you know? Just do you, do me. Um, but always stay true to who I am. Um, and then I had my son, who is six now. So he is the reason, honestly. I
2: do anything that I do. Um, he is—he's uh, my world. Um, and one you day. Did me, was, all I know. You did me all like, choked up. You me all choked up. You
0: did that. I'm like, okay, i I would lie, right. Sarah. Don't, don't do worry. it. Next we have, have um, the amazing Amanda Phillips and. <laughs> the wonderful and incredible Evan Martin. Both of these two people here are just, um, they're top-notch realtors, you know, they're movers and shakers. And uh, um, I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to interview them too. So thank you, Amanda Phillips. And thank you, Evan Martin, for being on the show. I mean, do you have someone that influenced you or somebody that you inspire or...
2: Um. I yeah, I, with Janelle, I think that she actually got me got my foot into the business and how to be successful and to how important it's express how what local community but means to the person. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I thrive off that. Amanda's mm-hmm. fantastic with local community. Oh my god, yes! Right. And I have to give a lot of credit to Janelle, and um, she got me where I needed to be, and I just propelled from there.
0: So And Amanda, what about you? Who influenced you or inspiration to be this? Like I said, y'all are powerhouses, so what influences?
1: So growing up, my parents are in the medical field. Uh, My sister is in the medical field. My grandparents were in the medical field. Mm -hmm. So I went to college to go to nursing school. I did six weeks of nursing school and decided I absolutely hated it Mm -hmm. and switched to advertising and public relations.
0: Okay, next we have Michelle Walston, Michelle Walston Photography, and she is one amazing photographer, guys. If you ever need photography, especially outside photography, she has a wonderful eye. So please take a listen to, um, this is a little snippet of her interview as well. And thank you, Michelle, so much for being on the show. I think just uh,
1: with making the people happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, weddings or families or anything like that, I think the reaction and especially if it's something that they're exactly looking for, that's Mm -hmm. what they're wanting or I capture that moment or that feeling. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of keeps me going because people, I mean, it's hard to do it yourself when they're not photographers and they can't do it. I've even had other photographers come to me with sports and things like that, just because they want to be in the moment with their families oh, okay. and they just need someone else to come in and capture that. Yeah. So I think it's just the people that keep me going. You know, I'm such a people person. Mm-hmm. I do nails too, full time. Mm-hmm. And I love working with people. I used to get in trouble in school for talking all the time. <laughs> me and you So, both. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just people. And I have a servant's heart. I love making people happy.
0: Big shout out to Diana Solis with Diana Solis Farmers Insurance Agency. Um, Diana is incredible. She is. Um, she's just a great inspiration to all of us out there that are trying to um, live this entrepreneur life. So please listen to a short clip of her interview. And thank you, Diana, for being on the show.
1: You know, um, some stuff happened and with my previous job and, you know, I was on my last unemployment check. And, you know, the husband was like, hey, you need to figure something out. We need to figure something out. Sure. You know, mortgage was up, car payment was up. And I was like, you know, what the heck? You know, I'm going to go to the district office, but I wasn't asked for an admin job. You know, I didn't feel that I had that potential opening up my own. And they're like, no, you need to do this on your own. I'm like, where do I sign? Like, I need to make some money today. <laughs> and I literally grabbed my laptop, phone book, and I just started calling. Hi, I'm Diana Solis with Farmer's Insurance. Do you want to quote? You
0: know, nine and a half years later, here I am. Oh my goodness, guys. I I am so grateful for having this this gentleman on the show, Dan. Please, please tune in and listen to his great advice. I he's just he's just a blessing. He has just been a blessing in my life. So please tune in, listen to Dana Cree, and he is um the DJ of Weekend Rewind. Thank you so much, Dan, for being on the show.
2: When I'm on the radio on Sunday mornings, I have no idea if there are three people listening or 3,000 people listening. Mm -hmm. I guess it's more like three. But I'm okay with that Mm -hmm. because I want to make sure those three got entertained. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. way I think of it in my head when I'm doing it, I don't think of speaking to, even when I was in Los Angeles working Mm -hmm. on a a top-rated radio station, with literally hundreds of thousands of listeners. I never thought I was talking to 100,000 people. I'm not on a stage talking to a crowd. Correct. I'm talking to Bill and Mary. And I know who Bill and Mary are. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones listening to this station, and Mm -hmm. they like this music that we play, Mm -hmm. and they like our personalities, and they like the things that we're involved in. So I know who Bill and Mary are. (laughs) And I talk to Bill and Mary. Because if Mary doesn't like what I'm saying... And Bill doesn't like what I'm saying. I'm wasting my time. Yeah.
0: Big Shout out to my long, long life friend, Jessica Moon Burton. Um, here is a little short clip of her talking about the play that we were both in, Helium. And so um, you guys just tune in. Thank you so much, Jess, for being on the show. Jessica, what do you think about this story?
1: I love the story. Josh gave me the script to look over because I'm part of play reading committee. And when he brought it to me, he said, it's a really good storyline. And I think for our area, it's great. We are known to have a lot of senior citizens and we see now people that we've grown up with who are um, either going through dementia or their families are experiencing this because their mother or father has it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very important for Sherman community players to also bring that to our community. Mm -hmm. And like Josh said, it's something we've never talked about. It's a new play, but it has such a great message that you're not alone.
0: Okay. This next clip that you guys are going to hear is with my special guest, Melissa, Melissa Till. Melissa Till and I started working on this project called the 1930 historical marker where, um, Our courthouse here in Sherman, Texas was burnt down due to the fact that a white lady falsely accused um, a gentleman by the name of George Hughes. It is a great episode. If you get a chance, please listen to the full episode. But here is a clip of Melissa Teal explaining um, what her father, who was a preacher, and what he went through when he had to deal with, um, with racism. So... Thank you, Melissa, for for doing what you're doing and pushing through on this historical marker. And also, thank you so much for being on the show. Did racial issues affect your parents or
1: grandparents? So my dad, he goes around uh, and he he preaches. That's what he does. He spreads the gospel. Mm-hmm. So and I didn't find out about this story till a little bit later on, but it's one of my first re- memories of racism and mm-hmm. affecting my family. Uh, my dad was in Mississippi. He was preaching. Uh, He wanted to baptize a black lady. Mm -hmm. Um, The members of the church came forward. They told him they knew where he was staying. They'd blow it up and to get out of town. So Uh, they
0: threatened his life? They threatened
1: to kill him. Oh, wow. They told him to leave. There was another guy there preaching with them and they, they brought a gun. So when I heard that story, it almost was like a slap in the face. How could other Christians act that way it was almost it was a shock to me Mm -hmm. and it really stood out in my mind and maybe selfishly I didn't really think about racism a lot until it affected my family
0: okay Kara Kara is so wonderful she is the owner of Specs in the City and um we actually did her interview at her place so please tune in and listen to a little snippet of her and how she um has become this amazing fashiony stuff for eyewear
1: well, I've been doing this thirty two years mm-hmm. and um the uh office that I had worked at for the last fifteen was closing, and I mm-hmm. was going to be shuffled to one of our other offices to mm-hmm. home out of. And I just decided it was time I'd jump out and do this on my own and get it back home because I lived here and drove into the Dallas area, oh. and I really would I really wanted to bring um some different product into Grayson yeah. County
0: okay, all right. and so what is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur?
1: Ah uh, all of it. You like it all, yeah um. I love the uh, the ability that it gives me to um, try out different things and mm. see what works and see mm. some of it doesn't work. <laughs> um, but when it works, I love being able to run with it. And this right
0: here is a one of my one of my great interviews with um, with Josh, who is the owner of the Rail Yard, and um, just 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 tune in and listen. He just he has great experience you know, behind him and the things that he has done in the past. And then bringing the the rail yard here to Denison, Texas, it has been really great. It's also known as Tri Incubator, where it has a lot of different restaurants inside of uh, one building. So anyways, just just take a listen. Um, Here's Joss Massey. With this idea, how did you come up with this business?
3: So we were originally going to be a landlord and just lease out the space. But the problem is parking in some of these central districts. It's very challenging to have enough parking for a 5,000 square foot restaurant. But when you aggregate a bunch of retailers or restaurateurs inside of a space, people are expecting to park and walk a little bit. Mm -hmm. And what we chose to do is follow a model that we'd seen internationally. I was an airline pilot for a decade. And so we were able to travel a lot and see successful installations of multi-vendor food stalls in places like australia and new york london la um, and they were very successful in napa's got a great one that we really liked going to so we tried to recreate that in denison all right now so
0: i'm I'm sorry so you were an airline pilot yes ma'am how long i was a decade at
3: american and uh and flew in other capacities before that
0: wow i did not know that about you all right
3: miss karen
0: barber is next and we have oh my gosh she is another long time life friend um over 20 years, I've been working with Karen for, for a long time, her and her mother, and uh, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to interview her and hear how she got started with the Cookie Cafe. 2005s, we felt led to do something that was going to lead us to more community service. Mm-hmm. So That's an amazing story. Did not know that, Karen. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Oh, so 2005, we started doing bake sales. hmm and we bought school supplies for kids. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So we'd have big backpack rallies. Yeah, I remember that. Um, that you used our- to sit up outside in front of Belk. We used to go it, inside, right inside the door at Belk. Right, yeah. And we used to go there about once a month. Mm-hmm. We used to sit outside Walmart. I actually got sunburned one year. <laughs> my gosh. In February, in 50 degree weather, I get sunburned. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, got, we got canopy shortly. After. I bet you did. Okay, this next lady, she is another um, inspiration to me. Um, she, Her name is Char. She is the owner of Atina's Deli in Room, And I am so blessed to be able to work with her. This lady doesn't get enough credit. She works really hard. Um, I am so thankful that she allowed us me to use her space to do a show there. I did Murder and Mayhem there, and I look I look forward to working her again um, in the near future. We have some other things that are going to be coming up. But anyways, here's here's the here's her clip. And Shar, um, thank you so much for everything that you have done for me, and and thank you for being on the show. And what I'm going to do, I'm just going to have her introduce herself, and just really quick, Shar, tell us a little bit about you, and then tell us how you got started in this business. Um, my name is Char Lynch. Uh, I'm actually born in Oklahoma. I've been in Texas a little more than half my life. I came here uh, with Kmart, oddly enough. They, I was transferred here when the Super Kmart was being built. Okay. I was a manager with our food court. Um, I eventually uh, bought Bettina's, uh, gosh, 16 years ago. Oh, wow. The I'm the third owner. The guy that owned it before me actually had been my assistant manager Mm. uh, at the Super Kmart. Oh, okay. They had came and uh, brought him to me when I was going on maternity leave with my first daughter. They needed someone to run my department. Sure, sure, sure. And then when I came back, he eventually left Kmart and went back to Bettina's. He had had a personal relationship uh, with the first owner, and she eventually had sold it to him. Mm I absolutely adore this next clip. Uh, it is with Hal Hinton, owner of Fellas. Hal is so genuine. Genuine, y'all. Please listen to his advice to the young entrepreneurs out there. And if you get a chance, you know, if you guys need a haircut, especially the fellas, give Hal a shout. He is a local black-owned business in downtown Sherman. Thank you so much, Hal, for being on the show. Thank you. With everything that you've been doing here in this business, what has been your most satisfying moments? Or do you have satisfying moments I in this I do have. Business? I
3: do. Me, it's it's to see generations. That's my plan. Okay. I want to be an institution. I want to be when, when they start making the history and they start telling the history, they like, oh, remember that barbershop Fellas Man's Hair? And I love to see dads and then their sons. And I've got a few of them that I've seen their sons graduate high school, Mm -hmm. just had one graduate high school last week. And I remember starting cutting his hair when he was like three years old. So I like to see generation. I want to see his son and Mm -hmm. hopefully his son. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Aries creation, Hugh Baxley. Thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, please check out Aries creation. He is one creative genius. His art is amazing. Please follow his IG and his Facebook page and listen to his clip. Great guy. So motivated. And um, thank you. Just thank you so much, Hugh, for being on the show. Tell me A little bit about that. What inspired you to start Um. doing this? (laughs)
3: um honestly uh when i was a kid my grandmother was um the one person that inspired me like i was always drawing and she was always encouraging me um in second grade at the age of eight um, my sister actually had a um had a project done due do, of king henry the eighth um <gasps> in her sorry i you're had
0: good. to go there no you're fine <laughs>
3: um so what happened was um she couldn't draw to save her life my parents knew that i had some ability mm-hmm. um my dad was like why don't you let him draw it for you my sister came in she had a poster board and she showed me a picture of king henry i didn't know who this man was okay (laughs) however i am a huge history buff now um a two by two in her history book and i took that two by two and i recreated that two by two from her history book onto a poster board
0: okay guys i'm wrapping this up and this is. Last but not the least, Trinity One Records and um, and Journey V Music. Veronica is the central piece to our community. She she really is. She's a go-getter and she is so strong in her faith. I am I'm very thankful and blessed to have the opportunity to talk to her and to uh, listen to her music that she did. Uh, we did it live and she gave us a mini concert and it was amazing. So anyways, tune into her clip and if you get a chance, listen to that full episode. Once again, thanks Veronica Azale for, for, for being on the show. What inspired you to do music? Well, the inspiration to do music, uh, really comes from, from my childhood. Uh, we were involved in, uh, our family had a group. My father was a part of a singing group. Don't ask me to name it. Cause I don't remember. <laughs> um, but he was, um, in a group with his sisters. Um, several siblings and they would sing together at church functions and so I would always watch them and um, they had a pretty big crowd that would come out to listen to them sing. Wow. So music influences was it runs all through my family. Um, Also anytime we have gatherings um, that's pretty much going to be on the agenda is that we sing you know we have a good time and we we worship or just music in different genres. And that's a wrap, guys. That's a wrap for season three. Wow. It was a lot of episodes this season. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness. I, I'm glad I just was able to get those on there because there were so much more. So if you get the chance, please look up Hitting the Streets podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google, or Apple, iTunes. You should be able to find a lot of my episodes, the full episodes there where you can listen to. So now moving on to season four, season 4 I'll be kicking off next Sunday. I had an amazing time with Ronel Iannacci, which is the co-owner of Zelda Rose boutique. Her and her sister, Sherry shared a great story. And I had an amazing time with my friends. We did some private shopping. We had so much going on and it was a live show. We had a blast y'all. So make sure you tune in next Sunday. Also, I have a lot of upcoming events that are going to be happening with Hitting the Streets podcast. I'm going to be working with several local businesses, so you guys make sure that you stay tuned. And also the format is going to change just a little bit. I am trying something new. So anyways, guys, this is Shell, your rolling MC, and I am out of here.